Hey everyone, welcome to Dark Histories. I'm Ben. Something can be a little bit different this week. Uh, so I had a bit of a nightmare week, basically. Um, I decided in my infinite wisdom that it was time to sort out my recording computer because the computer that I recorded on was basically this hand-me-down laptop that was awful. So I thought what I'll do is I'll sort it out so I don't have to do what I was doing, which was recording in one room and then uploading everything to Google Drive and then editing on a different computer. So I thought, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to sort out my recording space and get a new computer. Um, So I did that. Uh, the night before it was came, it was I could track the delivery and everything. So the night before it came, I was like, right, wipe off my old computer, get rid of that, get everything ready so it's good to go, so I can, you know, get it all set up and started. And uh, it got, quote, unquote, lost in a different delivery depot, like my new computer. The problem was, is it wasn't actually a new computer, it was a second-hand, like, refurb. So then... I couldn't get a replacement sent out because there was no replacement. And they told me, oh, it's going to take three to five days for us to sort that out for you. And I was like, no, it's not. You're going to sort that out now. So I, I kind of, you know, a lot of backwards and forwards. And this is all in between my usual day-to-day life and work, um, trying to sort this out. Got it sorted out. Long story short, like I say, got it sorted out. Got a refund. Bought a different refurb, like second-hand computer. Got that all set up. Everything's good. I'm all, like, good to go now. However, that did leave me incredibly short. It left me with about one and a half days to do Dark Histories for this week, which wasn't going to happen. Um, well, it could have happened, but I thought if I do this now, it's probably I'm going to be putting out subpar episode basically um and do i want to do that and i thought not really so this week is a bit different and instead of getting a normal episode um i'm putting out a a kind of bonus episode that i have an ask me anything kind of thing that i did for patron uh this is the first part of that and it was a it's a, it's a, a patron bonus um episode so you know just don't tell the patrons and we'll be all right shh uh, but yeah, basically, that's what's going to happen. So from uh, this week, we've got this kind of bonus episode instead. And then I'm not going to leave it another two weeks because, say, my computer's here now, so I'm all set up. So next week will be like a regular episode. Um, so basically, what's happened is I've just kind of stumbled a week and set the schedule back by about a week. Um, so I'm a bit disappointed really, because in two years, this is the first time I've missed an episode, which was really disappointing. But actually, in another sense, on like on the other hand, what are the chances that I was never going to ever miss an episode? Almost zero. So, you know, I'm quite lucky to have got two years before this kind of thing happened. So you might be asking, why didn't you do all this in your Christmas break? And that's a bloody good question. I'd, I've been asking myself that since it got lost. Um, but, you know, we're done now. We're sorted. And I hope that this episode will tide you over until next week. Now things are back on track. Because, of course, the other thing that I've got going on is I've switched from Windows to Mac. Uh, so that's quite a big leap 
Uh, it's been a more of a leap than I expected. Um, I have translated, I think, all of my settings over and all of my plugins and everything to Mac. So that should be good. But that's something for next episode. <laughs> that's what we're going to find out next week. So, yeah, basically, I just didn't want to be dealing with all of this and then squash an episode in as well. as you know. So, say this week, got this up and coming, this bonus episode instead. I hope it, say, tides you over until next week when I can get out a regular episode. I hope it's interesting enough. It's uh, what it is, say it's like an Ask Me Anything um, kind of bonus episode that I did. Just do sort of different bonus episodes for Patreon all the time. And this say this this is this month's kind of bonus episode, which was uh, part one of like a two-part, well, kind of an ongoing Ask Me Anything series, really. Um, so, yeah. That's what we got this week. Apologies for not sorting all this stuff out sooner and ending up in this situation. But we live and learn, don't we? Uh, so, yeah, that's the explanation. So here's the episode. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking because I'm just digging holes for myself. Here's the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Next week we'll be back as usual with usual episodes and then after that we'll just continue completely as normal so yeah uh and look forward to that as well because got some really good stuff coming up especially i've i don't i can't really say anything but i've got a really cool guest coming on um and i'm really excited about that so yeah that's something to look forward to you know uh anyway like i say i'm gonna stop talking enjoy the episode Apologies, it's not a proper episode, it's just a bonus. Um, but that's about all I could do other that than that just skip a week entirely. And I didn't really want to do that. I wanted to put out some content. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's interesting enough. And I will be back with the usual episode next week um, as per. And then future will be everything entirely as it was. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the first, I guess, like open Q&A question episode. To give you a little idea about what this is kind of going to be all about, basically, I was thinking that I kind of learn quite a lot about you guys from people that, you know, if you follow me on social media, for example, I generally tend to sort of read your posts on social media or you know, your Instagram, but the dark history of social media, it's generally about the podcast rather than me. So I thought, you know, I, I, I'm not really connecting very well via that. So I just thought I would make like an episode like this where you guys can ask questions about either me or the podcast or pretty much anything really. And I'll just answer it as honestly as I can in a way to sort of I guess I always wanted to, the thing with Dark Histories is I always felt that it was a little bit impersonal and like I was just a talking head that's reading a script. So I always wanted to try and find ways to make it a little bit more personable, I guess. And, and this is just a kind of extension of that. It's a little bit me, 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 which makes me feel a bit weird, but I'm, I'll try and get over that. Um, but yeah, every month there'll be a thread on patreon and 
also over on the Discord, there's a channel and you can drop questions in there if you've got them. And I'm not sure how often I'll upload them, just when I can, uh, in terms of when there's enough questions, I'll record an episode. So yeah, you feel free to drop questions in that in that thread on Patreon or over on Discord. Or if you don't want to do it publicly, you can always PM me on Patreon or on Discord and, and I can, you know, we can do it that way as well. So yeah, I've got some questions. So I think we've probably got enough for the first episode. So I figure I'll do this. So the schedule is going to be really erratic. I'll I'll do these episodes when there are enough questions, basically. So yeah, let's get on with it, shall we? Um, the first question is about the podcast. It says, the butterfly in the logo, what is its significance, if any? The logo used to be an empty rocking chair in what appeared to be a dreary, spooty... You see, this is, I'm not going to edit this very much. This is what actually happens when I record Dark Histories, is I end up cutting out tons. Uh, the logo used to be an empty rocking chair in what appeared to be a dreary, spooky attic of sorts. Yeah, right, it did. It definitely did. So when I, in there, there was actually, that was the second iteration. Um, so when I first made Dark Histories, there wasn't really any branding at all. It was like all black. And then just said like DH in a circle. And then when I made the podcast, because obviously that was when it first started on YouTube. Now when I turned it into a podcast, I realised I needed to make podcast artwork. And so then I changed it to be the rocking chair uh, with the logo, like a little bit of text next to it. And it was a rocking chair in an old attic with a skylight, but it was at night. So it was just like this kind of moonlight shining in over it. And I quite liked that. I thought it was quite a good representation of what I was trying to do with Dark Histories. But it didn't really resonate very well, I don't think. And secondly, it as the podcast artwork, artwork on iTunes, it was really small. So it was really not very sort of, it just sort of came across like a bit of a black blob. So I rebranded and then made the, the butterfly. Uh, and I got the idea basically was um, from looking through Victorian biology books. Uh, they always did their diagrams. And way, way, way back, I made a gig poster for my band that used an old biology drawing of an ibex. And I thought it was really cool. And it, it had like all the bones and the muscle and things like that labelled. And I like the weird sort of macabre feeling of those Victorian biology books. Even though there's nothing really macabre about them, I just think that that's the sort of feeling I always get from them. And it's quite an immediate feeling. There's n it's not really... Uh, it's quite upfront. So from like a branding perspective, I thought that was probably quite a good idea to try and use that. And that was my first kind of thought. So then there's a, there's a museum in my town that has a lot of taxidermy and it was basically, it's, I think it's like one of the largest collections of taxidermy in the world, but it was donated by the guy to the city when he died in like early 1900s. 
and it's got like thousands and thousands and thousands of butterflies and there's something in that room that's just very weird i guess even though it's not it's you know they they look quite attractive there's something very weird about seeing like thousands of animals that or insects that are just dead and just pinned there with like kind of lifeless and and it's sort of i don't know the just a macabre vibe i thought was quite bold with it and and it, it also has like a bit of a sort of fairy tale kind of thing but being in taxidermy again it's sort of a twist on that so yeah i guess from like a graphic design aspect it was just economical in the way that it presented what i wanted to get across but on on a slightly deeper and maybe a little bit of a pretentious level if you'll kind of excuse me for a minute I I feel like when you look at taxidermy stuff, it's kind of like like a snapshot of a life, and you can see all of the physical details, and you can get right up in its grill, and you can see everything about. So, say you've got a butterfly, for example, you can see everything about the butterfly. You can see like everything about it you know you can see all the structure of its wings and and everything but you know until you see a butterfly fly you're not really gonna get what a butterfly is and and i think in a lot of ways there are parallels to that with history in that we can study it and we can research it and we can know who ate what for breakfast and when and all of those kind of things you know we can tear it apart and analyze it to like such a micro level but we're never really going to know what it was like um you know unless we live it and we need time travel for that which we don't have so you know i think i just think there's like a interesting parallel between when you look at something that's taxidermy and, and when you look at history and and I suppose that kind of tied that in. Um, so yeah, I quite like that. But like as as a total aside, um, when I changed it, <clears throat> I, after I rebranded, I was a bit worried about it because I'd already been going for, I thought, I'm not sure how long it was, but it was quite a long time, at least nine months. So I was a bit worried about just rebranding it. Um, but when I did, I saw like a noticeable change, like uptick in all the downloads. So you know it paid off i guess i'm not sure why but it worked so that was good i guess <laughs> so yeah that's that's pretty much that question that's the butterfly logo uh, i'm not sure so yeah pretty much that so next question i've got uh is there a topic or a subject uh, that you want to cover but may find it too much for the masses to handle um, I don't think so, to be honest. I think I'm probably more of a wimp than most people anyway. Like, I think it's probably me that holds myself back more than worrying about what other people think. Um, the only one that I can really think of is Gilles de Ray, um, which for me, I feel like it's so far back in history that I find it quite easy to separate myself from the story, like any sort of emotion from the story. And it it doesn't really affect me or bother me, despite the fact that it's kind of really dark and horrible. 
but you know there's that natural thing where the further we are away from an event the less we actually feel affected and and Gilles de Ray is so long ago and it you know that it's almost like fiction and and it really doesn't help that it's so grim that it's almost like comic book violence that again gives it another level of separation for me personally but but that said it involves children and sort of really hardcore child abuse I guess um and I appreciate that when you bring children into the frame you're kind of stepping on thin ice with a lot of people sort of children and animals I think <laughs> are sort of things that people don't tolerate so well so I, I tried to avoid doing that episode despite the fact that I'd really like to do it because I think really in, in a lot of ways like Gilles de Ray is, is pretty much the kind of epitome of dark histories in a way like they, they would be like the, the ultimate bad guy that covers all of the bases he's got the serial killer on a huge level he's got the occult it's got the weird folklore. It's got everything, really. But it's just really, really grim. And he kills like 500 children, supposedly. So, and, you know, not nice way either. So it's, I, I think, I think doing it might be a challenge. So I, I try and avoid that one. But otherwise, I think, say, like, I think I'm probably more of a wimp than most other people, I think. I think most most people are probably all right with a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, I, know, I think I'm a bigger wimp than anyone else, really. Um, but it kind of leads on to the next step uh, question, which is, have you done an episode that you wish you hadn't? So, like, all of the early episodes, pretty much, they, on a really basic level, like all of the earlier episodes, um, but that's really only because I picked like really big mysteries to start, like Jack the Ripper and Jack of Pass and Summer of Man. And I'm sure that I could do better now. So when I look back, I think, oh, I wish I hadn't done them then because I could probably do a much better job now. But on the other hand of that, I think that if I had that attitude, I'd never do any of them because... I, I don't know if I am, but I, I like to think that I'm kind of improving with every episode because really dark histories, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm learning with every single episode. So I hopefully I'm also improving with every episode. So I kind of have to, would have to do them at one point anyway. There's not much I can really do about that, I suppose. But, in, but sometimes I do wish that I hadn't done them so early. But what can you do, right? Uh, so I'm on more for profound terms. I suppose I maybe did wish I hadn't done the Adam, the the boy in the Thames episode. And um, because when I started it, I I thought it was going to be more like crazy voodoo vibes, um, and it turned into being this really quite grim child trafficking episode. And it was the first episode after Christmas and New Year. First episode of season two. Not that I think any episodes really of Dark Histories are super uplifting, but it was a real bleak one to start with. 
especially after Christmas and New Year, you know, when I'm not sure people really want to hear that. I'm really quite split about it because in a way I'm I'm glad that I did it because I don't think that it's a very super well told story and and I think it kind of deserves to be like, like it's not a very big story it's not it's not one that's been well done and I think you know it's nice to get those ep- those episodes out because sometimes it's nice to bring attention to some of those kind of stories but I just don't know if I really handled it that well either um, because, you know, I just had Christmas and New Year. I was in a pretty good mood. Things were pretty chipper. And I was going into it thinking, well, hey, let's do some kind of crazy voodoo stuff. That'd be fun. And it, and it slowly dawned on me that that wasn't the story at all. But by that point, I was kind of invested. So I just carried on with it. And I'm not sure I really handled it that well. I'm not sure if it, if if I'd have done it better, if I'd have gone into it knowing what to expect, I suppose. So yeah, there's that episode that I kind of wish I hadn't done it. At least I wish I hadn't done it then. But sometimes I suppose you just got to go with it, haven't you? So yeah, that, there was that. There's Adam. Um, so yeah, next question. As you've completed your first two seasons of Dark Histories, have you learned anything about yourself along the way that you had not realised before? Um, probably a really boring answer, but I've definitely learned that, given a deadline, I can churn out more words than I ever thought was possible. I've been writing a novel for easily over ten years, and it's been stalled for probably like nine and a half of those ten but I think like Dark Histories has probably taught me that if I break that novel down into pieces, I, I've got a bit more faith that I might actually finish it before I die. Um, so, I mean, Dark Histories has supposed to taught me that, that, you know, given a deadline, I can achieve a lot of words. So, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think probably just that I'm more capable of writing when you've got to. Because that only comes down from the pressure of having a deadline. And, and I always write from the start was like, if I'm going to do dark histories, then I want to hit the deadline and make it. Because when, when you look into doing podcasts, everyone always says one of the most important things is to make sure it's consistent, make sure the release dates are consistent. And that that's one of the most important things of making a, a kind of, I hesitate to say but like successful podcast is to be consistent so I set the day as being like Sundays for releases and I've taken that pretty seriously I guess so you know you know that's been useful especially because now I say I might actually finish my novel before I die although I doubt it but you know you never know <laughs> so next questions uh, what is the meaning of life? Do aliens exist? And what's your favourite food? I'm pretty sure the meaning of life's probably been answered, and I, I pretty much agree that it's it's definitely 42. Aliens definitely exist. I don't know if they're actually here, but I definitely think they exist. And my favourite food is probably yakisoba. It's like Japanese chow mein, basically. It's like fried noodles, but I really like it. It's really greasy and disgusting. It's got like pickled ginger on top. It's really nice. 